When people come to the only professional wizard in the Chicago phone book for help, they're one of two things, desperate or smart. Very rarely are they both. The smart ones come to me because they know I can help. The desperate ones because they don't know anyone else who can. With a smart client, the meeting is brief and pleasant. Someone has lost the engagement ring that was a family heirloom and has been told I'm a man who can find lost things. Such people engage my services, preferably in cash. I do the job, and everyone's happy. Desperate clients, on the other hand, can pull all sorts of ridiculous nonsense. They lie to me about what kind of trouble they've gotten themselves into, or try to pass me a check I'm sure will bounce like a basketball. Occasionally, they demand that I prove my powers by telling them what their problem is before they even shake my hand, in which case the problem is that they're idiots. My newest client wanted something different, though. He wanted me to meet him in the woods. This did not make me feel optimistic that he would be one of the smart ones. Woods being in short supply in Chicago, I had to drive all the way up to the northern half of Wisconsin to get to decent timber. That took me about six hours, given that my car, while valiant and bold, is also a Volkswagen Beetle, made around the same time flower children were big. By the time I got there and had hiked a mile or two out into the woods to the appointed location, dark was coming on. I'm not a moron, usually. I've made enemies during my stint as a professional wizard, so when I settled down to wait for the client, I did so with my staff in one hand, my blasting rod in the other, and a thirty-eight revolver in the pocket of my black leather duster. I blew out a small crater in the earth with an effort of will, using my staff to direct the energy, and built a modest campfire in it. Then I stepped out of the light of the campfire, found a comfortable, shadowy spot, and waited to see who was going to show up. The whole P.I. gig is mostly about patience. You have to talk to a lot of people who don't know anything to find the one who does. You have to sit around waiting a lot, watching for someone to do something before you catch them doing it. You have to do a lot of searching through useless information to get to one piece of really good information. Impatient P.I.s rarely conclude an investigation successfully and never remain in the business for long. So, when an hour went by without anything happening, I wasn't too worried. By two hours, though, my legs were cramping, and I had a little bit of a headache, and apparently the mosquitoes had decided to hold a convention about ten feet away, because I was covered with bites. Given that I hadn't been paid a dime yet, this client was getting annoying fast. The fire had died down to almost nothing, so I almost didn't see the creature emerge from the forest and crouch down beside the embers. The thing was huge. I mean, just saying that it was nine feet tall wasn't enough. It was mostly human-shaped, but it was built more heavily than any human, covered in layers and layers of ropey muscle that were visible even through a layer of long, dark brown hair or fur that covered its whole body. It had a brow ridge like a mountain crag, with dark, glittering eyes that reflected the red-orange light of the fire. I did not move, not even a little. If that thing wanted to hurt me, I would have one hell of a time stopping it from doing so, even with magic. And unless I got lucky, 
Something with that much mass would find my thirty-eight about as deadly as a pricing gun. Then it turned its head and part of its upper body toward me and said, in a rich, mellifluous Native American accent, You done over there? Don't mean to be rude, and I didn't want to interrupt you, wizard, but there's business to be done. My jaw dropped open. I mean, it literally dropped open. I stood up slowly, and my muscles twitched and ached. It's hard to stretch out a cramp when you remain in a stance, prepared to run away at an instant's notice, but I tried. You're, I said, you're a Bigfoot, he said. Sasquatch, Yowie, Yeti, bunch of names. Yep. And you, you called me? I felt a little stunned. Uh, did you use a payphone? <laughs>